It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G, and I am ready to go tonight. Are you ready to go? I can't think of a better time for Thunder Warriors than the day before Thanksgiving, because unless you're going to get up, to smoke or roast or deep fry a turkey, and maybe you should be doing all that today, then you can stay up late tonight. You can watch the Oklahoma City Thunder get up a little late tomorrow. You don't have to go into work. Maybe you've called the cleaning people. Maybe you're just like me. You're smart enough not to have Thanksgiving at your house, and you're going to go over to your relatives or your friends to do it. But this is just a best-case scenario for all NBA fans tonight. And not only are the Thunder and the Warriors the main event, there are some hella undercards tonight, which we will talk about here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. We'll get to that in segment number three. Also in segment number three, as I decide to preview the show in reverse order, we'll talk about the idea of Kevin Durant coming back to Oklahoma City because that came up at OU Media Availability on Monday and just how Oklahoma City Thunder fans would treat Kevin Durant if he decided to return to the Thunder and play with them after being gone for these last few seasons and winning championships in Golden State. Would that sit well with Oklahoma City Thunder fans? And there's some dispute about would Thunder fans continue to hold a grudge Or would Oklahoma City Thunder fans be like, hey, cool, Katie's Katie's back, all's forgiven, and go win your championships? We'll we'll discuss that in segment three. Since we're going backwards, segment number two today, 
Um, I would prefer both Terrence Ferguson and Alex Sabrinas be back tonight. We'll give you an update on them in segment one. Actually, we'll do that in segment one. We'll give you the update on Terrence Ferguson and Alex Sabrinas. We'll also talk about whether or not Russell Westbrook can continue to play the way that he's playing. That was brought up today by Eric Korn in the Oklahoman as uh, Russell is not taking as many threes. He's taking shots that are closer to the basket. Why does Russ do what he does? Uh, it's in Russell Westbrook is without a doubt the most fascinating player in the association when you are strictly talking about one's game and how one goes about his on the court persona and what does he do that helps his team and hurts his team and why when Russell Westbrook plays the average person cannot turn away you you cannot turn away from Russell Westbrook LeBron James may be the best player in, in the NBA. We know he's the best player in the NBA. Kevin Durant may be second. He may be nipping on LeBron James's heels for, for best player in the NBA. There's Anthony Davis. All that, is, all that is, is fine and well, but Russell Westbrook is the most fascinating player in the association, and we'll talk about that today as well. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. I've been lucky enough to cover the Thunder for five seasons now. We are into year number six. If you like what you hear on the Locked On Thunder podcast, and you can bet, I really hope you do like what you hear, then I would ask that you would go to LockedOnThunder.com, listen to all the archive podcasts, look at the video that we have, check out the audio that we've got from players and coaches, and if you like this podcast, I also do another one on college football and just college sports in general called Locked On Sooners and both Locked On Thunder and Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and available at LockedOnPodcast.com. And you can subscribe to Apple iTunes and please rate us five stars. Thunder and Golden State Warriors tonight, easily the main event in the NBA. And unfortunately tonight, the Thunder will be without Terrence Ferguson. I pulled up the latest game notes for Oklahoma City and Golden State tonight. And your starters are listed as Paul George, Jeremy Grant, Stephen Adams, Hamadou Diallo, and Russell Westbrook. However, looking at who is questionable, who is out tonight, Jeremy Grant is listed as questionable. Terrence Ferguson is still out because of personal reasons. Alex Sabrinas is questionable because of his illness, what is being called a viral illness. Nerlens Noel is questionable tonight, and we all know that Andre Robertson is on the shelf for quite a few games. So that's who the Thunder say that they are trotting out. If Jeremy Grant doesn't start, then we know that the um, starting duties there will end up going to Patrick Patterson, and the Thunder will be a little thin as they get ready to play GSW. So thank God Golden State's got a lot of infighting going on right now, and maybe they're not ready for this game. Okay, I'm not even buying that. As I, as I say it to you, as those words come out of my mouth, Golden State may not be ready for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We all know that that is a crock. Golden State is going to be ready for Oklahoma City. And if there's anything to cure all this dysfunction in the Golden State locker room right now, it's the presence of Russell Westbrook, and it's the presence of Oklahoma City Thunder, and it's the cohesion of bringing these guys together for Kevin Durant's sake and sticking it to Oklahoma City one more time. And prior to Kevin Durant going there, Golden State didn't like Oklahoma City. This just adds more fuel to the fire. And that's the that's the only negative about this game tonight is that when you think you're going to catch the Warriors at the right time and you think you might be able to put one on them because they're not getting along, 
the Thunder are just that unifier to piss them off enough to make them play a little bit above their heads tonight. And I'm really hoping that Alex Sabrinas, who will be back um, because of illness, when he gets the opportunity to play in this game tonight, which I would think with the way this is, this is interesting to me. If you're Billy Donovan, let's, let's go here for a second. Let's, let's digress and go off into this for a second. If you're Billy Donovan and Alex Sabrinas is back tonight and you know, Terrence Ferguson isn't, do you go ahead and start Alex Sabrinas over Hamadou Diallo? I would not. I wouldn't mess with it right now. Hamadou Diallo gave you a great performance uh, the other night in Sacramento. Now, maybe not so much in Phoenix, but it's a two-game sample size. I give Hamadou Diallo the opportunity to come out and play and show off his athletic ability and his tenacity and what he can bring you offensively. I give him that opportunity. If you see it's not working, it really doesn't matter if Alex Sabrina starts or doesn't start. It's about who gets more minutes. We've been saying this all along. And Billy Donovan is a firm believer in this. He doesn't, Billy Donovan will tell you he doesn't care who starts. It's all about flow of the game, it's all about where the best matchups are. And if Billy Donovan doesn't see that Hamadou Diallo can handle being out there playing against the Warriors, which, look, let's face it, this is going to be a tough matchup for him. He's a rookie. Alex Sabrinas is a hell of a lot more experienced. You can always burn a timeout, put Alex Sabrinas in, and give him the bulk of the minutes tonight. But Hamadou Diallo has done you a solid by playing the way that he has over these last couple of games, or at least one of the last couple of games. Why not see if he can go out there and play against the best team in the league and... If he's good, then I would consider it an extra bonus. Alex Abrinas tonight, if he's coming off the bench, I know it's his first game back with the illness, but the Thunder may need every single point that he's got to score tonight. And that's just it with the Thunder. We saw the the defense break down against the Sacramento Kings the other night. And what I worry about is the Thunder coming out and playing the way that they did against Sacramento against Golden State tonight and digging themselves into another hole. And unlike Sacramento, you may not be able to dig yourself out of it and take the lead at any point in this game. I hate saying that about the NBA because we all know that in the NBA, everybody goes on a run and you're never really out of it. Even with a 20-point deficit, you're never really out of it. But I just don't want to see the Thunder get themselves into that situation. I want to see the Thunder come out play very hard, play a lot of tenacious defense, and I can't imagine that they won't. The the Thunder never go into the Golden State game with a laissez-faire attitude. This is why this is always the premier game whenever these two teams play is because neither team shows up looking at it like it's one of 82. It's just another regular season game. This one is always circled. They always want to beat each other. There is that element of disgust and don't like, um, which is very rare in today's NBA that you would not see players from opposite teams get along, but they don't get along. And for Oklahoma City, what they've done a really good job of, I think they did last year, and they did in the first game this year, is they don't let the emotions get to them the way they did that first season that Kevin Durant was outside of OKC. You, they, they've done an excellent job of being able to keep that under control over these last few years. And for as much as LeBron James and Cleveland are getting all the hype now, and I think, I think it's cute. I think it's cute how 
ESPN is hyping up LeBron James going back to Cleveland. And one, that's the way, as I said yesterday, you've got to sell the NBA, a lot of its storyline. You've got to create drama for people to watch. The difference in that Cleveland-Los Angeles game, GSW-Oklahoma City, is that if you're just ESPN, you know full good and well, Cleveland and the Lakers aren't really going to be competitive. And it really is only about seeing how the fans treat LeBron James, which you would think that he's going to get pretty much a standing ovation. Everybody's going to be appreciative. LeBron came back. He won a championship. Cavs were more than competitive, but Tyron Lue's not there. J.R. Smith is not going to play another game for the for the Cavaliers, so there's not even really any reason to dig out the from the archives what happened last year in Game 1 of the Finals when J.R. Smith held onto the ball. Kevin Love's not going to be there. It's not the same Cavaliers team. It's a team that is just a shell of themselves. And the Lakers will go in there and they will absolutely roast them. And you're going to find a broadcast crew that's going to spend the bulk of that game just trying to find stuff to talk about because it's not going to be entertaining. Whereas you get Oklahoma City and you get the Golden State Warriors, it's going to be an entertaining game tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. You'll have the Kevin Durant, Draymond Green backdrop. You'll have Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. You'll have Paul George coming in to save the day. You'll have all the all the cliche topics will get talked about, plus just other stuff going around the NBA. But you'll be able to concentrate on the game a lot more because there should be a hell of a lot less lulls in this game versus what we'll see with Cleveland and the Lakers. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thank you so much for joining us today. Happy Thanksgiving. We will not pod tomorrow, so use this as tomorrow as uh, Thanksgiving's podcast as well. We'll be back on Friday to talk Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. And coming up in the next segment, we'll talk about why Russell Westbrook is without a doubt the most fascinating player in the association. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Later this afternoon, we'll have another episode of Locked on Sooners published and ready to go. So be on the lookout for that at LockedOnPodcast.com or just follow along on Twitter at Locked on Sooners. And you can follow Locked on Thunder at Locked on Thunder. And we'll be talking about the OU West Virginia game. We'll break down that matchup between Will Greer and Kyler Murray, who has the advantage. And we'll talk about how Will Greer almost ended up at Oklahoma 
It didn't happen, but OU almost ended up with him versus the guy that they have now. And it still would have worked out fine. It just probably might not have been as much fun to have Will Greer as it would have been to have Kyler Murray. Let's talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. They get ready to play the Golden State Warriors tonight. Just so you know, I've already got my Thunder dry fit on. I don't have the Oklahoma City Dodgers hat on, but I will don that before I go to work because this is a game I absolutely bleed with the city for. I don't know what it is. I mean, you're talking Kevin Durant now being gone for, what, three years? I should be over it. This game shouldn't mean that much to me. It's just another game on the NBA schedule, but I get jacked up for this one. I mean, I get so fired up that I can't get ready to get everything from work done. I can't get ready to get... I, I can't get locked on Sooners done soon enough today. All the stuff from Sooner Maven so, done soon enough today because at 9.30, I want my sole focus to be on Fox Sports Oklahoma or to be on ESPN. And tonight, even though I'll feel guilty about not watching Fox Sports Oklahoma, I'll watch ESPN just because I want to hear what the national narrative is not only with Golden State and everything going on there, but also what are they saying about the Oklahoma City Thunder and their chances to work their way through the Western Conference. Plus, this is the Thunder's chance to send. Even though the Thunder are depleted going into this game, it's always an opportunity to send a message to Golden State and everybody else in the Western Conference that they're one of the teams to beat. And it's just a matter of taking advantage of it. And one of the reasons the Thunder are the team to beat or can be one of the teams to beat, is definitely Russell Westbrook. MVP candidate, tenacity, and Eric Horn wrote a fascinating article today about Russell Westbrook talking about how Russell takes shots closer to the basket than what he's done before. He's not taking as many threes. And the the crux of the article was, can Russ continue to, to do that? And the easy answer for this, when we talk about Russell Westbrook, is Russ is just going to do whatever the game dictates him do. If it dictates him take more threes, he's going to take more threes. If it dictates him take shots closer to the game, he's going to do that. If he needs to get more people involved, he will. If he needs to take over, he absolutely will. That's Russell Westbrook. He's almost the perfect player for Billy Donovan. If Billy Donovan is all about flow of the game, Russell Westbrook is all about flow of the game. That is why Russell Westbrook is so fascinating to watch because night in, night out, one thing you do know is you're going to get a guy that's going to play hard. You're going to get a guy that 1 through 82 takes every game as if it were life and death. But that's about the only thing you can bet on. You don't know what in that particular 48 minutes is going to sit Russell Westbrook off. You don't know how he is going to react in any particular situation, and you don't know if Russell Westbrook is going to ice out his teammates, if he's going to completely take over a game, so you cannot turn your eyes away from it. LeBron James is going to be pretty predictable. Yeah, you're going to see something amazing. Kevin Durant, pretty predictable. Anthony Davis falls into that predictable category. So does Steph Curry. Russell Westbrook is the most unpredictable player in the NBA. And for that, he brings an excitement to the game that not many other players can match. They they just cannot do it. Every other player in the NBA has something that you pretty much know is their signature calling card. And I guess what Russell's signature calling card, I don't know, maybe taking, maybe vicious dunks, taking threes early in the shot clock. I... Name it. What is Russell? What what is Russell Westbrook's signature? Okay, it's unpredictability. That that's what it is, and that's why when we 
look at the rest of the NBA. That is one of these things that as Oklahoma City Thunder fans and as people who are hyper-focused on this team, Russell Westbrook will always bring national attention because people want to see what he's going to do. Are they always going to talk about him on the jump or NBA TV or even TNT? No, not, not every day. But usually a couple of times a week, Russell Westbrook's going to do something that you can't ignore, and that is invaluable. That is invaluable for your organization to have a guy like that that will constantly bring attention. And speaking of something that's invaluable, and I've been mentioning, been meaning, <laughs> I've been meaning to mention this over the last couple of podcasts. How about Stephen Adams taking up for Russell Westbrook against the Sacramento Kings? going ahead and putting his hands on other players to make sure that Russell Westbrook was protected. Did Steven Adams deserve a technical foul for it? Yeah, I'm not so sure that he deserved a tech for it. Russell Westbrook probably deserved the tech, but even though Adams got the tech, that shows Russell Westbrook that you're willing to fight for him. And if you're going to stick up for anybody on this team, you better be sticking up for Brody. And Russell Westbrook is that guy with the elephant's memory that's never going to forget something like that. He's going to remember that Adams stuck up for him. So when Adams needs somebody to have his back, Russell Westbrook will definitely be there. And when it comes time to make a move, if the Thunder are considering trading Steven Adams and Sam Presti goes to Russell Westbrook like he should and discuss possible moves that the Thunder are going to make, Russ may say, hey, look, you can't trade my guy because I know he's the one dude here that... When somebody's next on the line, he's going to be the first into the fight, and we need someone like that. The Thunder needed that guy for a long time. And it's not just about stepping up for Russell Westbrook. It's about stepping up for the team and giving them that edge. If Steven Adams can give the Thunder that edge, when Golden State breaks up this next year, that's one of the elements that they were missing. That's why I covered Draymond Green so much. If Adams can be that guy then you don't have to go out and get a Draymond Green who would probably be resented in the Thunder locker room just because of everything he said about the team and how he's acted with the Oklahoma City Thunder, particularly kicking Steven Adams in the nuts. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll talk about some of the undercards tonight and just how would Oklahoma City Thunder fans treat Kevin Durant if he came back to OKC? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Locked on Sooners is on its way. Depending on when you're listening to this, it may already be out. But hopefully you've used this as your pregame today and caught up on some of our other episodes. If you haven't, if you feel like you've missed anything, just go to LockedOnThunder.com. Every single podcast is archived on that website. It's also available 
at LockedOnPodcast.com and Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Alexa, and Spotify. And please rate us five stars on Apple iTunes. Also subscribe to Locked On Sooners. And anytime a podcast is published, you'll get it sent right to your inbox. Kevin Durant and the Oklahoma City Thunder um, play tonight, main event in the NBA. But there are some really good games on the undercard. And was looking at what you can watch prior to the Thunder tipping off with Oklahoma or the Thunder tipping off with GSW tonight. That Lakers Gavs game just doesn't do anything for me. Pacers Rockets like the Pacers Rockets game tonight. If you got the package, Nuggets Timberwolves also fascinating. Grizzly Spurs Jazz Kings tonight. Uh, interesting game. Raptors Hawks. Yeah, okay. You get to see Trey Young, but that's not going to be much of a game. Pelican 76ers would definitely be worth watching tonight. And then you've got the Bucks and the Trailblazers, and all those are prior to Oklahoma City and GSW. So if you're looking to get your NBA fix on tonight, there's some good games. I mean, this is this is a this is a night that is uh without a lot of garbage in the NBA. And you would be highly entertained. That poor that Portland Bucks game. I had to see if I can find that. Um, it's at a bar tonight or something. That game I really want to see. And I'd real man that Nuggets T Wolves. Oh, some good stuff. And the Nuggets, I'll be will be here in Oklahoma City coming up in uh, the next few nights. Let's talk about Kevin Durant since it's mandatory because Oklahoma City playing Golden State tonight. And it was another topic around. OU media availability, how would Thunder fans treat Kevin Durant if he came back? And I think Oklahoma City, my my personal feeling is that Oklahoma City Thunder fans would be lukewarm on Kevin Durant if he came back. There would be some that would just absolutely forgive him. Hey, you did what you, you had to do. You won a championship, but now you're back. You're the prodigal son, whatever. The majority of fans are going to hold a bit of a grudge because he cost Oklahoma City opportunities at championships, maybe multiple championships by making this move. And by default, he allowed Russell Westbrook to ascend to being the guy in Oklahoma City, where now it's not even a question. You don't even have that argument, KD versus Russ anymore, because it's always Russ. Plus, Paul George is going to be looked at more favorably than Kevin Durant. So where does that exactly leave Kevin Durant on the Oklahoma City fan scale. Well, it leaves him in the majority of fans' eyes. At best, he's going to be third or fourth because there's even going to be fans who look at Steven Adams more favorably than they look at Kevin Durant, and they will see him as a missionary that's just trying to rewrite his narrative. That's how Thunder fans are going to treat him. Is it fair? No, it's not fair. I mean, if we're being completely honest, it's not fair because Kevin Durant made a business decision. And we all make business decisions. And sometimes those business decisions, whether we like it or not, either we get affected personally or somebody else gets affected personally. But there's no way that Thunder fans are going to do what Cleveland fans did, which is just, hey, here's the blue carpet. Walk on it. Walk on me again. Get my hopes up. And then just leave whenever you want to as long as you get us a ring. I, I, I don't think that's the way Thunder fans are. Plus, I, I think Thunder fans also look at what Kevin Durant said about the organization, maybe what he said about Oklahoma City after he left. I thought the whole, we'll see, we'll see him as a pioneer thing when all is said and done was very arrogant and very uncharacteristic of Kevin Durant at the time. But we know that that is not uncharacteristic of Kevin Durant. That he probably is. In fact, he is one of the most arrogant players in the NBA. Of course, a lot of NBA players are arrogant. But 
in, in, arrogant but very intelligent players. Uh, we can get into that. It's another conversation for another day, but I've yet to talk to anyone in the NBA that I didn't think was extremely intelligent. But this is just it. And for Thunder fans, they're going to be conflicted. I think there's a lot like me who would feel like, okay, you want the team to win, but now I need a shower after rooting for him because I just don't want to root for this guy anymore because it's like that girlfriend that leaves you, runs off, gets married to the rich guy, realizes that the rich guy can't give her everything she wants. She only got what she needed out of it, which was security and probably a lot of money. And then now she wants to come back to you for love. And that's just, that's not something that, I, that I'm, that's just not something that I'm down with. I'm holding a grudge. Maybe I'm the one that needs to get over it. But all this we will be talking about all year long because there are going to be those rumors that pop up. And don't be surprised after the All-Star break if... Kevin and Russ seem kind of chummy. Everybody starts putting two and two together, even if they don't deserve to be put together. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back on Friday to talk more Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.